0: James Harden Mitch we can't get through with talking about James Harden
1: You are Locked On 76ers your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day
0: Thanks for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm the co-host, Keith Pompey. I got my man, John Mitchell, back in the building today. What's up, John? Thanks for thanks for joining us.
1: Keith, it's always my pleasure, man, to talk to the preeminent NBA beat writer in the state of Pennsylvania and the East Coast and perhaps all of America. Oh, I
0: appreciate you, man. How much did they pay you to say that? Not <laughs> <laughs> <I'm laughs> man. I read these folks. Okay, all right. But listen, listen, y'all. You you guys know John by now. You know John is uh, was my predecessor at the Enquirer. Great, great dude. Great brother. Extremely knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Um, is not a night that at least twice or three times a week, yo, did you see this? Did you yeah, see that? Yeah. You know what I mean? This and that. And what we do is we do that, and that turns out to become our conversation. Um, so what we want to talk about is the latest James Harden drama, James. I mean, like, uh, uh John, I mean, when you look at James, and now a report came out that they were in a West Coast trip. The team after after the flight after the after the game, James you know went went to Miami with his buddies, and the team you know uh, you know went elsewhere. Well, it's funny I don't even think the team flew that night. I don't I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I think they stayed the night in L.A. the second night, and then they went on to where they were going. Right. But James went to Miami, you know, according to the reports. And so we'll we'll discuss that. Um, we'll also, I mean, we'll. I, I got a great, I got a, a belief that we're going to be talking about that for a while. Yeah. But also we're going to talk about the 76ers with the acquisition of Danny Green. The Sixers went from being one of the most young and exciting teams years ago to now being one of the oldest teams. I mean, you got Danny Green, you got Pat Bev. You have P.J. Tucker. You know, hey, James is still on the roster. Mm-hmm. You know, so this team has a lot of old legs on this squad. Yeah. So, you know, we'll, we'll also talk about that. But give me your thoughts, man, and start off about this James Harden situation where, again, the team left. Team, I mean, the team w- was going to Portland. James went to uh,
1: Miami to party. Yeah, you know, Keith, it it, it just – it kind of harkens back to some of the things that we've seen happen throughout Harden's career, you know. I, I mean, there was that huge story about him when he was still in Houston and how with, you know, with Daryl Morey as the overseer, James got away with just about whatever he wanted to. You know, the practices didn't start until James got there. James was – on doing the excessive partying thing. Uh, and and we're also finding out, and we also found out that there were two sets of rules for James Harden and the rest of his teammates, you know, and, and I tend to think that's one of the reasons, uh, you know, that did that rub Chris Paul the wrong way. You know, a guy who typically has done everything by the book, who has been a dedicated, hardworking and ardent professional. Um, and, and, you know, you, you bring what he you bring that stuff to Philadelphia, and you, it, it just doesn't fly well, you know. it like it was funny because when he went to uh, when he went to Vegas for that one day trip, uh, ahead of the Celtics, so the Celtics series, I said to myself, Well, he, he's 34 years old, he's a grown man, I know he's got his history, but let's see what he'll do. And, and by that time, most people. With you know, with with Embiid's health in question, people were already writing them off. Uh, and, and he showed up in a game without Embiid, and with, in a game I say without a whole lot of pressure, and he balled out. But you know, there's been this pattern and this trend behind James, and it's why people were skeptical about bringing him here to Philadelphia with some of the younger players that they had at the time, um, and and how he might impact the locker room. So. You know, and you and I talked about this. This is not new behavior for James. This is the James Harden we've come to know as people who observe this leg. Exactly. Um, and, and 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 you said
0: it right, man. Everything you said. You basically said some of the things that, that I was going to talk about and address, right? You know, and, and I say this analogy all the time, and I and I hate to keep repeating myself, but it's the equivalent of allowing your kid. Mm. to to like curse at you to jump all over the couch okay. and do all this stuff. And then when all of a sudden mom and dad come over, your grandparents come over, you you expect the kid to um to sit up right. You expect right. the kid to be cool. And it's like nah bro, like we already established this. Right. Now 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 you are right when we talk about um the, the thing is there's two sets of rules. Now the one thing is, that's not the first time that it happened with James this season. Like there was times, I mean, there was one particular time on, during the Christmas, um, uh, tour, Christmas break, right? I remember they played the Washington Wizards. Mm-hmm. So after the game, it was like the Sixers stayed the night in right. in DC. The team took and flew to New Orleans. No, the team stayed. The team got up the next morning and flew to New Orleans, right? And whereas they had an off day, right? Well, James flew back to Houston right after the game and partied, but then he made it in time for to meet the team for practice in New Orleans. Now, when you look at it, we're all like, yo, this is crazy. Yeah, he was saying that thing, and it was like, technically, he can do whatever he wants, right?
1: Yeah, the
0: thing. Another time when when the team after they left New Orleans, the team flew to what OKC for a December 31st game. Right. Right. To play. James wasn't there. He was back in Houston. So 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 my thing is, John, this stuff been happening for a while. Right. Now, all of a sudden. James wants out.
1: Right. Right. Now
0: all of a sudden, y'all, you believe he ain't coming back. Doc's no longer there, so now y'all bringing up this one instance or breaking this instance. What happened to the other ones? It happened. This ain't the first time it happened. So it's kind of like you enabled this person to do that. You enabled it, and yep. and the thing is, coming in, this is something like you said. You know, uh, I don't like the word overseer, but <laughs>
1: overseer is an interesting word. <laughs>
0: Especially we're talking about the league made up of uh, correct. You know, predominantly black dude. But, <laughs>
1: well, but yeah, when but I, I said it, was, I thought about that. I said, that might not be the nah, ideal right. like, No, nah, John didn't <laughs> say that.
0: <laughs> but 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 the thing is, the thing is, but when we, we're gonna be real, like this is just two sets of rules that they had. Right. So in a way, when when everybody else is killing James for this, I'm saying, like, all right. Great reporting to get that mm-hmm. right first up, but it's kind of like not nothing new. Yeah, and then the thirdly is how come you whoever leaked it didn't leak the other times that the stuff happened? You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Because you right. know what I mean, like because I mean, then like, it comes uh,
1: back, and because then it does come back on the organization and brings the organization under the microscope and we all know organizations don't want that they can because they always want to be able to point and say hey look there is the bad behavior coming from the player we did our job mhm mm-hmm. um, yep yeah. hold on we'll be right back in one sec you are locked on 76ers your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day
0: But, John, so look, the thing is I want to talk to you about, about is, like, moving forward, when you see a situation like this, do you say to yourself, like, this thing is unrepairable now?
1: Yeah, I, I, I do. I, I think, and, and you've been doing an excellent job of chronicling it, um, the, the, the disassembling, the, the falling apart, and the gradual collapse of the 76ers. And, and, and let's not forget that this is an organization that is, is now saying that they want to build a $1.6 billion dollar, uh, arena in, 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 in Center City. Um, and, you, you know, you're not currying favor among the fan base because the fan base knows when it sees a lemon. And, you know, we, this is a fan base that went through the process, a fan base that was patient. With the process, and you know, now you arrive at this point where you know you had the calamitous situation with your former number one pick, um, uh, uh, two two former number one picks. It just the situation just completely fell apart, and now as you move forward, Philadelphia fans are not they're they're not to be trifled with, and they recognize that okay, this is falling apart. James Harden doesn't want to be here. If James Harden shows up, and it's to his detriment not to show up for him if he does not show up and perform and give the 76ers what they need because he still needs wants that big contract, that mega deal, to close out his career. Um, but it just seems like, you know, everywhere this organization turns right now, you know, they can still say, hey, we've got the bright, young, rising star in Tyrese Maxey. And that's right, they do. But Tyrese Maxey's taking all of this in. You know, you've got Joel Embiid, who's now throwing out, you know, he's baiting people saying that I, I want to win a championship in Philadelphia or somewhere else, um, which, which, which has opened up all this speculation. You've got the horrible New York Knicks that haven't won. It's been a half a century since they won it. And now they're, you know, they're dangling the carrot of, you know, playing New York. And, and and why wouldn't somebody, you know, when you look at a guy who's an MVP, who is the league's defending two time scoring champion and the first senator to do so since Bob McAdoo in the mid 1970s? So, I, I, you know, you want to say, you want to you, you clap your hands everybody, Philadelphia 76ers, but if you're realistic and logical, you can see that they're holding this thing together with duct tape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yeah, that's kind of funny. But um, but it's true. They are kind of holding
0: it together. It, it's, it's a struggle right now. But, listen, one thing I want to talk to you all about that won't be a struggle is, uh, you know, betting games on FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with the incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one spoke book. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. Sounds like a pretty good deal, John. That's but good. now now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com and kick off the NBA season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. So, John, what you going to do, bro? You going to
1: get that five dollars, get a hundred dollars off? Hey, man, I'm. You know, with the with the NFL season getting ready to start, that is my love and my passion. And uh yeah, yeah, I, I'll be I'll be doing my thing with FanDuel for sure. So, how many games are Eagles going to win this year? Um, I think that what are obviously going to take a, is. They're going to take a step back this year. Yeah. Then, uh, then, then, that was it 15? We were 15 and 2 in the regular season last year, if I'm not mistaken, or 14 and 3? Yeah. Something, yeah. Yeah. Everything broke right for them last year, except the defensive call, play calling of one Jonathan Gadden, who is now in <laughs> Arizona. So, but, um, yeah. So, they, they're, they're going, they should be very good. Uh, the, the defense concerns me because they just got four starters returning from last season. So, but we'll see. Yeah, but y'all look like, I mean, you know, y'all could win the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> On we, are, we are the SEC, finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Or the Natty, y'all could win the
0: Natty, the college Right, season. right, right. The college Natty. Now, look, when we talk more about this James situation, right, the one thing that, um, that gets me is, like, you know, the thing that was also reported is, and it was a shocker, because when he didn't make, you know, they said he was a little disappointed that he didn't make the um, All Star team, right? Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I get a vote. I didn't vote for him, and and the reason why I didn't vote for him is, and I felt thought long and hard about it. I just felt like he missed too many games, right? Okay. So, you know, he missed games, and and I felt like um, like Tyrese Halliburton guys like that they deserved it over him mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they missed games. Don't get me wrong, James. What James did was phenomenal. Right he missed a lot of games I got you. so when 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 you say that he didn't make it, but you also but you always felt like he would become a a alternate right mm-hmm. so then right. you read that he was asked to be an alternate, but he took so long to respond to where they ended up giving it to Halliburton, right yeah. so when you hear that, it's like. Okay, was your ego, was he justifiable to say, look, I've been a 10-time All-Star. Like, this is disrespectful and then have feelings about it. Or were you a little bit ungrateful for being like, look, dude, no matter how I make it, I made it. Well, it wasn't Halliburton. It was Pascal Siakam who got denied.
1: Right, right. So
0: so it's kind of like, huh? Like yeah. you know, what I mean it's like how do you feel about that? Because I keep going back and forth like uh dude, like no matter how you make it, you made it.
1: You made it, yeah. And and you know, James may have opted and said, Listen, it's my I've done this before, this is old hat. I can find some I can find a nice island to go to <laughs> instead of you know the weekend of the all-star break. So so I feel him on that. I'm not, you know, if that's the, the choice he made. And is it being unprof- it's, it's unprofessional for him not to get back to them and to at least tell them one way or the other what you know what he, want, what he wants to do. And ultimately, it benefits him to accept that because he can say, hey, look, pub- the public perception will be, hey, I altered my game. I went from being in a completely ball-dominant scorer to facilitating Joel to lead the league in assists and to give him the ball in perfect positions so that he leads the league in scoring. Um, and, you know, it, it just would have been better for the public perception for him to say, hey, this is one more, you know, I've been checking the All-Star box for a decade now anyway. I'll check it one more time while altering my game uh, and, and, and making it more appealing to to the fan base and, and currying the favor of the fans, and James just didn't do did that. Really, I, I think that James is really, and I, and I know he changed agents, but I think he has really gotten some – bad uh, leadership and direction from the people who are guiding his career right now, you know, and, and, you know, we know that at this point, you're 35 years old in the league, you're supposed to take control of your career. But, um, you know, now he's looking for that long extended contract that he didn't get in Brooklyn. And then he doesn't, the Sixers obviously don't appear interested in giving him, you know, a, a significant deal. So, um, yeah, it's, it's but getting back to the whole all-star, I'm starting to meander. Getting back to the whole all-star thing, yeah, you just just accept it and go, you know?
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, for that, accept it and go, but, um, I mean, but again, I, I feel like, you know, we talk about bad advice and everything, but that mm-hmm. goes again to where you're like the king of a team and everything right. you get, everything you want it, you got everything right and now everything. all of a sudden it's like you don't get it anymore so you get a little right. salty but um mm. but but that was created i mean you know it's funny you know when he was playing with okc again he wasn't quite this guy but we wasn't hearing stuff like this now you did hear that he liked partying and he would you know right. do things like that but you know I, I feel like the culture was set when he went when he went there he was pitting people in the seats he was putting up video game type numbers. He was a yeah, cash guy. Yeah. He was a cash yeah. guy. And so yeah. you're not gonna you're gonna let this guy do it. I mean, you know, Houston is a is a football city, right? Where they got yeah. the Rockets, is a football state, Texas. Right. And then you got right. this guy who was a phenomenal basketball player, a phenomenal scorer, and he was just putting in work. It was like yeah. you know, you Houston yeah. for the weekend for, uh, for a convention or whatever for work. You want to go see James Harden play, and it got Absolutely. to a point. And I feel like I feel like that created a lot. It created yeah. a lot, and, and unfortunately now, you know, he realizes that it, it kind of backfired. Maybe he realized it, but he, he look at that. He made a lot of money, did a lot yeah. of things, yeah. and um, it is what it is. But when we get back from this quick break, I'm talking about. Quick break. I want to ask you about the current state of the 76ers. Okay. Okay, Mitch. So listen, I told you it was gonna be a quick break. <laughs> so okay, Mitch. <laughs> yeah, <it> was- <laughs> so so now, talk to me about now. We look at the Sixers and they got Danny Green, and you mm-hmm. know, back in the day they went through the process and then the slogan was, "We're going. We got this young and exciting team, budding superstars of the future." Now you look at it, you know, Tobias is you know uh, over thirty. You have mm-hmm. Danny Green about to be thirty-seven, or if he's not thirty-seven, right? Yeah. Then you, then yeah. you have PJ Tucker. You have Harden. You know. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Patrick Bev. This team is older. Older. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's yeah, oh, you yeah, know, you got Max, so you got B ball, Paul. I understand that, but right. they're
1: not the young, emerging team that they used to be. They're not, they're not, and, and that's a shame because, and and you know, they're left to kind of and and I even you know, I'll give of this. You know, I think a lot of it sprouted up from the uh, the situation where when they did have to. Because the whole Ben Simmons situation, they did they they had to do something in that situation because Joel was at the start of or maybe midway through an incredible window of talent where you had to facilitate him with players to augment and amplify his ability to potentially end this championship drought. But now, like you said, man, this is it's like a geriatric ward. You know, they, they 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 brought in PJ, they brought in Patrick Bev. You know, guys who are who have been role players now for and, and Danny Green. You know, Danny Green is. I mean, he's either all or nothing, in my opinion. You know, you you can get zero for seven Danny Green from the three point line, or you can get five for seven Danny, uh, from Danny Green from the three point line. But the bottom line is now, you've got a team with a with with a generational talent who has yet to produce in the in, in the second round of the playoffs you've got you've got maxi a guy who we know has incredible talent who there's no way in hell he should have been available for them in the 20s the year they drafted him but you know you turn to the rest of them and you, you you know you got guys who you may have to nudge them to, to you know to wake up during the middle of a game because they've dozed off you know they, you've got you've got an aged squad um and it's hard to market that squad. And, and in the, moving forward in the future, how do you sell that to the fan base? You know, because, I mean, people say what you want about Philadelphia, you know, booing Santa Claus and, and just being a hostile, hostile place to play. Most of that is, is birthed out of Philadelphia's passion to have winners, you know, um, mm-hmm. and it, it seems like they are in reverse now. You know, it seems like an organization that's running out of assets to move into. You know, to, to make deals, to do things, to get it better. And you know, it, it, I, 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 don't have high expectations for them. You know, are, are they a playoff team? Yes, they should absolutely be a playoff team. But okay, so what? Everybody can pretty much make the playoffs in the NBA now, and even got the you know the, the playing situation for for teams. Um, but I, I don't have it. I, I clearly see Boston is better than they are. I see Boston is actually improving. Um, Miami is just a better organization than they are. Um, and and they're they're in there with the rest of them. You know, this time last year we were talking about that they were the top three. That I, I don't see them, and the attitude is going to be so sour now. Yeah, I got you. Now, I'm gonna just make sure so we, I get
0: this right for y'all so people know how. the the ages of these guys. So Patrick Beverly is 35, right? Um, Danny Green is 36, right? Mm. Um, So that's 35, that's 36. Um, James Harden is 34. Uh, Tobias Harris is 31. Daniel House is 30, right? Well, you know, those two aren't too bad, right? Um, uh, And then you have P.J. Tucker, who's 38, Joel Embiid's 29, but those are the uh, the oldest guys. And well, Montrez ain't playing, so Montrez is also 29, but he's done. But yes. this is the age of of these guys here. So you know, and and you look at it, and you know, Bev, you want him to play a, a vital role. Tucker, you know, right now, last I checked, he was a starting power for. It. Now he may lose his starting spot. But you still expect him to be in a rotation, right? You know, right. James thirty four, um, Tobias thirty one. You know, Tobias still has it. Daniel House looks like a, a young thirty, right? <laughs>
1: but yeah, but, um, I didn't know he was but, thirty.
0: Yeah, I didn't know either. I just looked it up, like whoa. <laughs> but 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 that's that's where you are right now. That's exactly where you are. And we were talking about a young emerging team. Couple of years ago, but that's not no longer the case. That's no longer the yeah. case. You know, yeah. I mean, the, a team with guys this age playing should be a, either is a rebuilding team or as a championship team, contending yeah. team. And you got yeah. these guys as certain pieces, right? That's now exactly again, right? You know, and and that's that's they're 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 not quite a rebuilding team, and they're not but a championship. Definitely- Championship team, right? None. so that's the problem. That's the problem. But look, y'all, I want to thank y'all for listening. I want to thank my man Mitch for coming on, dropping knowledge like he always hey, does. Geez. You know what I mean? And I want um and and when one thing I want you guys to do this, um, you can get this uh, podcast anywhere you get your podcasts. It is free and available. But you can also watch the YouTube channel. The YouTube channel is, again, the same as this one, Locked On 76ers. But once you get there, click on the Liberty Bell. That enables you to become a new subscriber. And then also you get notified when this podcast drops. So I want all you guys, you know, this is a nice Thursday. and Enjoy this day. It's not as hot as it was the last two days, Mitch, but it's still hot. Thank, thank the Lord. Yeah, thank the Lord, right? The climate change might be real. Oh man, it's it's definitely, it's definitely real. Did you see they had, what was it? A a, a torrential rainstorm in like in Las Vegas, man. Like, whoa. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Hey, yeah.
0: This stuff is real.
1: <laughs>
0: this stuff is kind of real. Like people, you know, messed up some things. But yeah, oh, I yeah. Thank what want.
1: yeah
0: it's crazy. <laughs> That's another podcast, right? (laughs) How about that? (laughs) But all right, y'all. Peace.